There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly bursts. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, Mm. pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina Chicken Menu at Taco Bell. Canva presentations might be the most visually impressive presentations you'll ever use. Start with a stunning template, use it as a springboard for your design, add images, graphics, charts, and data visualizations from the massive media library. It's easy to wow any audience with Canva presentations. Canva presentations are perfect for any deck you want to design for work. Sales decks, marketing presentations, onboarding plans, you name it. Any department can nail their presentation with Canva presentations. Perfect, record, and share a talking presentation for people to watch on their own time. You'll appear in a video as a talking head on the slide, and it's the perfect solution if you can't be present in person or if time zones are tricky. Nail your next work presentation with Canva presentations at canva.com, designed for work. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about hey now, hey now, hey now. I go, I one day. Giacomo Fino, Annale. Ding dong, let's call Teresa's calling. Oh boy, oh boy, we have one of my favorite people here. Oh girl, oh girl. Oh girl, oh girl is right, honey. She's a girl. She has a lot of power. Mm-hmm. And she's got a lot. She's got the friendship of us. She's got the friendship of us and, and the girl power. Can I tell you something about this guest? Please. She blows me away. She. Every time I see her. Knocks me on my feet. She knocks me. On my feet. Backwards. No, but she knocks me on my feet. Like I'm lying down and she, I see her, I stand right up. Would you describe her as part of our family? She is my family. Family. She is part of my family. Yeah. This, 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 this is the one. Let me tell you, we are going to get into this. We've been she gagging. has changed my life. Oh, I'm, yeah. You've been touched. I've been touched by this angel. Touched by an angel. Here we go. Let's and go Roma the- Downey had nothing to do with this. No. Get Roma Downey. I think Roma Downey is married to the producer. Mark the, Burnett. Mark Burnett. The producer which is a CBS apprentice. connection because guess what? This is a CBS queen. This is a CBS queen. You've seen her on Elementary. You've seen her. And on- The Good Fight. Okay. And... 
if that's not enough for you, not- she is an editor, writer at Reductress, and she's also the co-host of Mouth Time, the critically acclaimed, it's a gag-worthy <laughs> podcast. Matt and I have both been on it. It's so fun. We love it. I listen to it every week. It's a gag. Listen to every episode. Or else. Or else. She's also in the eh, sketch group Pop Roulette. With us. And the fantastic Ooh. group Friends Who Folk. It's a duo, really. Mm-hmm. It's a duo. And her name is Rachel Wotensky. No, it's Rachel, Rachel Wotensky. Thank you so Rochella much. Rochella <laughs> It's me, Rochella Courant. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> it's so good to be here with my family. <laughs> we were we were saying she's part of the fam family. Family. Would you say that we are part of the same family? I would say that the three of us are one family. Yes, absolutely. We met. We were not fam. We were not born family. No. But we became family. Rachel, when did you feel most <laughs> close to me? <laughs> um, oh God. This <laughs> stupid. Is it I'm actually really thinking. I'm like, when did I feel most close to you? I will I, I wanna <laughs> I, I wanna, know when it was. I wanna interject <laughs> and I wanna answer a question that I will pose myself, which is the opposite of what Matt just asked. And the question is When I when have I felt furthest from you? Yes. When has <laughs> when has, when have Rachel and I felt furthest from each other? But this was the beginning. This was, I was rooming. I was roommates with David Sidorov. Oh yeah, her now husband, my husband, and esposo, she, esposo. Mm-hmm. And Rachel was was spending a lot of nights in Stytown with us. And God bless Rachel because <laughs> our house was a fucking dumpster. It was me, David Sidorov, and former guest Billy Domino, and it was a fucking nightmare. Filthy people. Filthy, it was filthy. filthy people, and like roaches. Oh my God, I can't even get into. Yeah, it. that Stytown apartment was. Bad. It was, it was a, bad. It was bad. It, like, I think they knocked it down. They knocked it down because well, of how... Well, they kept the rest of the building, but they knocked down your unit. Yeah, it's now just... A they f- burnt it out. They burnt it out, and now it's just a portal into a, 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 a hole in the fabric of space-time. Mm-hmm. But Rachel, one day, I mean, pretty regularly would clean up for us and clean wow. up after us. Well, to be fair, I was living there for free for like... A month. That's true. But like we did not know each other and I felt bad. I was like, oh no, David's girlfriend is cleaning. I was like, I'll clean the pee off the seats in exchange for living here. Sure. But you had your own dorm. You had your own place. I was between, I had graduated. Right. Oh. And I had moved out of my East Village palace. That's right. And needed to find my own apartment. Mm. But my roommates weren't able to move into a new place until... October. That's what mm. it was. So I was homeless for two months. Mm. You needed to find something for the interim. Mm-hmm. It was the saddest I've ever been in my whole life. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I like to get perfectly real on this podcast. Absolutely. Mom, let's that's, get real. Honey. Really? That's a requirement. <laughs> no, like graduating, graduating from school and then like suddenly not having a place to live and mm. not having a job and being like a newly minted real person was the, that was like the saddest I felt in my whole life. Yeah. Um, it was so depressing. I would agree. I, I felt that way. I luckily had a show I was doing that summer so I could kind of s- stretch out the mm. feeling of the feeling bad. I was in that reality <gasps> yes. show, which is the NYU, um, like welcome to NYU show that some of the older kids put on That's for the good. new, so I was doing that over the summer. So it didn't feel like I just got dropped on my ass and I was you still staying in the like dorms. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I got to end on a literal high note. Uh, yeah. Because wow. they oh. were singing in the show. Wait, I'm so sorry. Do you guys hear that? I hear something. I'm sorry. Hold I'm sorry, on. We have everybody. to stop everything, okay. and I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. Hold for on. Everyone at um, home. There's something. There's I some- think it's under my glass. Okay, just pick oh it up. God. Now I'm gonna 
Pick it up really slowly, though, Max. I'm a little like. But someone. I'm but really can scared. you guys not freak out because we don't know what's under there? Okay. <laughs> I I don't. I can't promise that. But yeah. Okay. okay. I'm gonna pick I'll it try. up. Just be really careful. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Guys, welcome to um, <laughs> the stupidest, <laughs> but my favorite bit. We um, did it in game show the other night. Did you hear I about heard. this? I <laughs> heard. I can't believe I wasn't there. This is my favorite bit ever. 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 It's called Gru. <laughs> and um, you, it, it, a Gru is always hiding in something. Well, it's based, if I'm, if, mis- please, like, correct please. me if I'm wrong, but it's based on Gru from Minions, right? No, it's no, not. absolutely it's not. It's Gru from we, Minions. Bowen it's and I, always Gru. No. No. Matt, Bowen and I have been wrong. calling each other Gru, <laughs> G-R-L-O-O. For at least 75 years. Yes. We, but we, I guess been, what I'm saying is like, even though you guys have been calling each other that, like without realizing it, no. you were calling each other Gru from Minions. But the, here's the, the thing. name Gru, first of all, in it's that so movie doesn't make any fucking sense. Why? Everyone That's else has some clever, name. like supervillain name, like Doctor of Mischievous, like whatever. I don't follow that franchise. But why is his name Gru? Like it makes that, no he's sense. he's an evil supervillain. It's pronounced differently. No, everyone stop. Gru... This from really Despicable upsetting. Me, G R U is spelled G R U, and Gru, which is our Gru, is spelled G R L O O. And if you're saying it like Gru, <laughs> and not saying Gru, you're not doing it right. It's Gru. And so the bit. rule number one hundred and seventeen of culture. It's Gru. Gru. And it's always that same pitch. What is that? Can we can we can we get can we can we get a pitch app? I'm I'm okay, I'm gonna download one. Download a okay. pitch app okay. and let me tell you where the where the beginning of Gru <laughs> comes from. Okay, please educate me. It's from when, in Mad TV when Deborah Wilson is playing Whitney Houston yes, yes. and she's like trying <gasps> yes. to find her out and she goes, ah, ah, <laughs> She just sings that note a bunch of times, and I thought it was truly the funniest thing that she'd just be talking like, "Where I can't hear myself. Where, where am I?" <laughs> no, she wouldn't say. She wouldn't add the the. No, consonant. she wouldn't. She wouldn't. But she I, go, because yeah. Bowen be, was became Gru to me. Of course. And so then we start calling each other Gru, and we start to be, begin to sing. You became. Sometimes you became you, Gru. Yes, when you begin to sing. Yes. And so then when you put a musical nature on what you're saying. It heightens the emotion. Yeah. Yes. Music is heightened speaking. Oh my God. These yes. Apps, these apps cost money. I'm no, I just, damn it. I just spent a dollar on this and it has one star. Fuck. <laughs> okay. I just canceled it. Wait, Imagine having perfect pitch. We wouldn't even have to do this. I okay. know. We'd be like C sharp. You know what? Okay. This is, this is a. How, how do you know that's a? Because I, I just, I might have, I am not going to say I have perfect pitch, oh my God. but I was around our metronome, our digital metronome as a child so, so much. A metronome keeps time, Bowen. No, but there's a digital one where it, where you, for violins, for, for string <laughs> oh, instruments. Oh, like a pitch. A pitch where it's just the default pitch is A. So, so someone, someone, someone hit the groove pitch. Like a tuner. <laughs> I'm going to say it's C flat. But the best, this is the best thing is the, the best thing is when yeah you change it okay and you do this mm-hmm. for a while Gru was really high and then it was too high we have to we, we sometimes had, you have to take it down because I remember there was a day where it was really high and we were doing it and then we were all like it's honestly it's gotten too high but remarkably we keep it on the same pitch it, it typically is Gru! wait oh my god I'm sorry it's muscle memory something. 
something is uh, something's on my phone. My phone's buzzing. Just I think, an, I think just you should just it. pick it up and see who it is. And yeah, this is what I'm always telling you. If it's him. a big, if it's like an important thing, like you should know. Could be Hollywood or it could be. Okay. Answer it. But the thing is it buzzed, but my screen didn't light up and I, it's not on do not disturb. So mm. that's really okay. Fair. I'm just going to, I'm just going to press o- home. Just open it. Okay. <laughs> okay. All okay, right. See, that was a different pitch yeah, now. Honestly, that was a little no, higher. No, it was the same. No. It, first it was grow and then it was grow. It grew, it grew. It went up half a step. It changed. It and grew it, the pitch. I think it's because our emotions have been changing. Oh, wow. I think it's, it's like, like a, a mood, mood ring. ring. <laughs> yeah. Guys, um, if you're not completely <laughs> alienated by this stupid conversation so far. I'm angry. Why? I wish I had been able to take music theory in high school. Oh. They had AP music theory that was able to be taken, mm-hmm. but my school just didn't offer it. That's, and I would oh, love yeah. to sit here and be able to identify the notes. And you know what? I think that it's a true thing mm-hmm. that I that I could have really musically persevered, but at a young age I was I was not given that opportunity. This is the interesting thing about Matt is Matt did not grow up with a, you know a, a pedagogical um, you know uh, education theatrical education, but you just had the natural talent. You had the gift. You had the gift, but you don't have the theory, the mechanics to pin that down. It's like whenever I work. With someone and they say, can you read music? And I have to shamefully say no. You don't read music at all? No. Wow. <gasps> you know, I... Th- Do you? Yeah. Well, I grew up playing... But piano. here's the thing. I grew up playing... The piano. I played the cello. Oh, that's right. Bitch. I saw it in your childhood bedroom. In my childhood bedroom, I played the cello. But the thing is, like, I think about this a lot. Sometimes I feel like the the like actors and performers who picked it up later are more interesting because they were living like other lives. Mm. Whereas like if you grew up doing musical theater and stuff, like sometimes I get overwhelmed with culture, honestly, because (sighs) I'm like, my background is literally listening to wicked for like 40 hours a day and like not knowing what popular music was. There you go. Same. Like I, I just learned who Robbie Williams was a few months ago. You didn't know Robbie? No. And oh, I feel like this is such a blind spot. So let's get into this with Rachel because this is the question we ask all of our guests. And I'm so excited to get into this with Rachel because I feel like I know Rachel very well. But there, I might learn something but, new. But you know, you? people just surprise you. And this is something about people is that they, they surprise, surprise you. you. That's mm-hmm. rule number 60. 60-20. Rule number 60-20 of, of culture. Mm-hmm. People will surprise, will surprise you. <laughs> Now, Rachel, we're going to yes. ask you the same question. What were the, were the cultural pieces, the elements that made you say culture is for me? I want to step in a cultural direction. You know, mm-hmm. it's as if the culture was the rain. Mm-hmm. This would be the moment where the rain condensated. That's not what <laughs> and rain does. Pre- and then precipitated. Well, rain is. Con- okay, rain, okay, there you go. <laughs> I'm talking about. First, the you have, cycle, of course, the, the ejaculation, mm-hmm. which is when the water comes from the ground to the sky. The, the ejaculation, ejaculation is the water. The ejaculation we is have, the water comes from the penis. Yes. Goes mm. up into space. Yeah. Ejaculation, condensation, precipitation. Yes. Runoff. Yeah. Yeah. Runoff is a pre-cum. Rinse, repeat. And then it's shampoo. But the, the pre-cum is yes. a, a, a state jump. It's like, uh, what's it called? Um... Uh, you know, it's it's not very common. Right. Yeah. Right. My question is, when did culture start coming <laughs> on you? <laughs> oh, my God. I'll never forget when I first got came on. Um, <laughs> come done. Come done. By culture. Um, okay. I really thought a lot about this. Thank God. Um, because... There can well, be more than one answer. Billy Domino, who was like, the Gulf War. I, well, that's him. I was like, that is really the ultimate answer. <laughs> um... 
I guess I became interested in culture. It was the 2016 election. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> that was it for me. That was it. Um, okay. I think that. And that's I, when you first started singing. That's when I started singing was after the 2016 election. I was like, everything has changed. And then I was like, everything has changed. <laughs> and I was like, oh, wow, I'm a singer now. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> I think that. Okay. I think that for me, my introduction to culture mm-hmm. was musical theater. Yeah. 60s rock yeah wow and monty python Mm. was like i'm disgusted because (laughs) it's crazy that (laughs) bowen has tried to eat his mcdonald's off the mic and somehow you can still hear him (laughs) chewing oh my god bowen is straight up masticating a full chicken nugget Mm. Can I say, though, that was the first chicken nugget I've had in a long time, and it was better than I remember chicken They're nuggets great. being. Did they, like, change the recipe? It's still pink paste. Shouldn't have had it, because now they got you back. I know. They're, it felt, like, <laughs> crispier. Crisp, it's crispier. The, the the batter is better. Let me tell you something. I'm a full whore for McDonald's. Okay. You I, will, I will give my whole body <laughs> to Your them. whole. They have me. And you know what? It's okay. <laughs> That's okay. I'm like a proud hooker <laughs> Okay, for them. I remember I'm going. I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Call me Passion. Because that's my hooker name when I walk into McDonald's. We went to a McDonald's. Yes, we did. Very wasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and got McFlurries. Yeah, when was that? Where was this? It was... Uh, Were we traveling? No, it was in New York. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> now I don't remember the circumstances I'm at all, having, but it was funny. Uh, okay, here's what I'm having a memory of. is It was really late and mm-hmm. we were in Times Square. You know what? I'll tell you when it was. <laughs> we were so, so fucked up at the Story Pirates benefit after party. Oh, no. Yes. This is what are it was. Are we allowed to say that? Yeah, we are. Okay. It was the after party. It's, uh, yeah, adults drink. We adults had done. Only. We had done the benefit. Mm-hmm. We imbibed. We imbibed. Yes, this. you're right. Then we, we were went, imbibed, and then we, we went. We very embarrassingly exited a party. <laughs> yes. You, you, um, <laughs> what's the, what, you flipped the the deuce it was the situation where you don't know how to say goodbye oh no so what we just me and rachel just stood there and i just it, everyone was looking at us in the room and i just threw up fl- threw up the deuce threw up the deuce <laughs> like it was like, 11th grade like i was richard nixon and we we backed out of there <laughs> we backed out it was and, and we, then, were, we were we went to mcdonald's and, and we went to mcdonald's and it took forever for yeah. some reason and then you laid down on the counter what? Which what? I remember because I took a picture. Oh my god, that's vile. And he, he what like, can I say? I, I feel so at home there. Your passion. I'm yeah. Passion. Well, you walked in and everyone was like, Ah, Maddie, welcome home. Imagine. Oh Imagine. my god. Okay, I'm so sorry. I mean, that it's was fine. so rude of you me. You picked my big moment to just no. Like, oh my god. Okay, so chomp, chomp down on a chicken nugget, but it's okay. Okay, musical um, theater. Okay, 60s musical rock. theater. 60s rock like Joni Mitchell, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. Yes. And no. <laughs> okay, let exactly. her let her finish. And that was me, like nine years old. Um, like this song's about an abortion, or like this song's about right. her, like her baby that she had I to get give it. up. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I think as I got older, like sci-fi. <gasps> yes. And like. You're a sci- you're a fantasy queen. I'm a fantasy queen, and I didn't know it until. I was older. Yeah. But I feel like that changed for me what, too. Um, what? Favorite pe- fan what, what pieces? Like, 
Um, oh God, my favorite piece <laughs> is probably um, a dumb piece. Doctor Who in D minor. <laughs> um, like I love Doctor Who so yes. much, and I didn't know until like two years ago. Um, I love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't yes. think I'm like high fantasy. You are, but trash I'm like fantasy. I'm like trash fantasy. No, pop aren't trash pop fantasy. fantasy. Pop fantasy. Mm, sure, let's call it that. Like I love the things that are like. I don't want to like undermine how much I love fantasy, but like I like the things that are like safe to like, like that are yeah. like written. They're meant for, for mass like consumption. mass consumption. I like yeah. love Harry Potter, mm-hmm. but like I couldn't get through Lord of the Rings because I was like there are too many names. Too many names. <laughs> I just realized why I haven't seen you lately, because you've been too busy with your scandal. <gasps> I your brand scandal. has been scandal. scandal. My brand has been scandal. Okay, but that is so. I guess for you me, gag for it. Culture, is a has, form of- culture has become like, I just fucking love television. <laughs> yeah, that's great. And I watch it so much. Well, this is the beautiful thing about culture in general, but I think Rachel really embraces this, is that you can have these cultural phases where it, you redefine mm-hmm. your parameters for culture. And for Rachel, it's watching mm-hmm. Shonda. Now, is it specifically Scandal or is it Shonda Land? Have it be, you crossed it over? It became Shonda. I did cross over. It, I didn't know the magic of Scandal until, or the magic of Shonda until a few months ago. Uh-huh. I watched I watched all six seasons of Scandal that were on Netflix I in like two months. Oh my God. <laughs> like so it was you constant. fully like immersed yourself in that word, in that world. I did. And then it was over and like the current season was on and I started watching the current season, which was fun because then I became a part of like the, the like Shonda community. The Twitter's, is, the Twitter. The Twitter's crazy for scandal. Yes. And then I was like, I need more. And then I watched all of how to get away with murder. All of it. There's only, it's only two seasons, right? Three but, seasons. Okay, okay, okay. And I watched it not knowing that the fourth season hadn't been announced. And then when it was done, like, even though I had literally just finished it, like, the day before, I immediately became, like, one of the fans that's like, when? <laughs> when will they tell us? Do you like it? Do you actually I like think how it's to get amazing. away with murder? Really? Okay, yes. why? Why? Well, I think that Viola Davis is a better actress than, like, that show deserves. Mm-hmm, like, that's, sure. I think the show is really great, but, like, she is phenomenal unreal mm-hmm. so good yep. so good always and she's like giving the like she's truly giving like 200 percent, and the show is like always giving 90 percent, <laughs> which yeah. i like love 90s is pretty great though yeah well the show's like really intense it's and i think that did you guys watch scandal i watched i watched first, scandal like watched all the way through the first season five and a half. seasons that's probably for the best yeah <laughs> <laughs> i mean it's like i can't believe that Melly grant is president it's fucked i will say crazy. that it's insane to me that not one well this is a spoiler are you guys planning on watching no i did this fits this fits die. i am going no. house of oh cards i'm talking about oh, I, no. i've never seen house of cards i hear it's okay bad. you know what i'm just gonna go ahead and say spoiler alert are you okay Joe? producer joe oh it's the end of the season. So I'm just going to say, okay, okay, okay. I, I will not spoil without spoilers. It. I will not spoil it. I will just say they need to get more imaginative okay. about, about the ways that they go. I, I mm. think there's nothing wrong with introducing a new character. That's a compelling new political figure, but it seems like the way that these shows 
I don't know. It, that's the problem with political shows is it's like, you know, every four or eight years, the people have to change. change. Yeah. Yes. And this unwillingness to be realistic about that is like show killing for me. I know. Like, and that's of, what and happened of, with Scandal where they were like, well, we need to find a way to keep these people like in or near the White House. And it just got so convoluted. And then you remember that like this is a show where a president choked out a Supreme Court justice and killed right. her. And right. then you're like, She fucking okay. deserved it, though. <laughs> She well, I actually fully understood why he did what he did. This I is did like too. old scandal tea now. Yeah, but yeah, fucking fits. Everyone smothered. on that show has killed someone, and then there's yeah. like a part where Olivia Washington starts like laughing hysterically, like laugh crying. I think I think it's her character, and then she's Olivia like Washington. Olivia Washington, Olivia Washington, <laughs> Carrie Washington, Olivia Pope. Mm-hmm. She starts laugh crying, and she's like. <laughs> Everyone has killed someone. Yeah, like, I remember this. You're like, yeah, bitch, you get it. Has she killed? Yeah. Oh, you need to watch the current season. Oh my god. Oh wow, she murders somebody. Just you have to watch. Now sp- I just don't know if I will because it's so far off the ground. Like the fact know, that Melly is president. I heard what happened to Portia de Rossi though. Crazy. Insane. Crazy. She gets beat to death. Oh no. With a golf club. With a golf club. Come on, Sean. But like. Okay, here's the thing. The, that season was bad, but what the show did and that it was like so obvious but kind of great was mm-hmm. like in at the end of the season, they slowly like killed off or got rid of all of the extraneous characters that they had written in mm. and got everybody back on the same side, like ready to fight together against like one evil. And as like, if you're like a fan of the show and you just like want it to succeed and you're not just looking for like insane drama, you're like, oh good, we're like back to basics. I think that was smart. I think it's smart for a show like Scandal, which started heightened. When it's, yes. when it's House of Cards, which I think is, to be honest with you, I, I, I was a real fan of House of Cards for a long time. I think House of Cards is, a, is cartoon garbage now. <laughs> I think it's fully bad. That show literally just gets rid of anyone that's going to, like, and it's such a cop out. To, like, it's fuck like up the plot. Yeah. Everyone that could fuck it up for them Mm-mm. is fucking dead. Like, yeah, it, it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy to me. I'm like, and... That I read an interview with like the new creators because they switched showrunners. Right. And they were like, don't you think this is a problem? And they're like, yeah, we did think about that. And that was, and, and that was and like really it. the only answer that they gave. <laughs> Do you think it's worth starting? Like if I have never seen a single episode. I think that the first three seasons, first four seasons are really good. I think some seasons are better than others. I think the first season's great. The second season I loved because it was when they first stepped into this heightened mm, direction they were going mm-hmm, in. Mm-hmm. Didn't start heightened though. And it that certainly was the did not. And I would say it, you could just, you know how, it, you know, the show is really different and you know how, you know, it has new, new creators, I think, or new showrunners. She is talking a lot more. Oh, like, interesting. like they always, used to, yeah, uh-huh. they are trusted. They always used to trust her character to be strong and silent and say a lot without saying anything. And mm-hmm. they, she was always very mysterious. Whereas now she ain't mysterious at all. She won't shut up. She's doing monologues. No, no, no. She is really, I think the lead of the show at some points and also like fully like, I mean, I loved the question of are they evil or are they not? Like, I, I loved that. With him, you got it. With her, you kind of did it. Now it's just like, you know, she's, they're evil. Yeah. They're both so evil. Neither of us watched this. Yeah, no, I've never seen it. Yeah, oh, okay. okay. I weirdly was like, it's, it's, David and I have very different. Does David like it? Okay, so this is literally why I haven't watched it is because David watched like a couple episodes, I think, of the first season, like years ago when it first came out and was like, not for me. And I was like, mm-hmm. for some reason was just like, well, then it's not for me either. And just never <laughs> watched it. 
I think I, you would like I've it. I've never done that with a show before where I just like took someone else's word and never watched it, but. I do that all the time. See, I do that I all love the time. to binge. Yeah, I, I mean, it's literally made to binge. Like, yeah. I think I think you would like the show really a lot. I just think you get it. to a certain point where you'd be like. Uh, I love political drama. It's it's so f- weird to watch that shit now though it is I know well and the and like that's why scandal got so weird too because like they had a Trump character and they had like it felt yeah. a little bit too like that like Law and Order like rip from the headlines thing like just doesn't feel good when it's like not a procedural well there's like it's impossible now for political dramas because either you completely there's this revisionist thing where Trump never happened and everything's right, you normal ignore it. or you or you rip it from the headlines and it just feels wrong. I know. I've been watching the or West Wing. Or it feels Wing, behind at least, yeah. And it's so weird because like the conversations on the West Wing like feel like so idealistic and so earnest and mm-hmm. so different from like what's happening now. But they mm-hmm. also feel so similar. Like because oh. I'm in the season where he runs for re-election and they feel so similar to what's happening now that I'm like, oh, like it feels like we're in a crazy time. But also like nothing has changed and like all of these things are cyclical and tv like keeps repeating itself interesting i think that the rise of like these kind of washington thrillers and mm-hmm. even comedies like i think Veep. i think all of it is a little bit to blame for this because i and i and, and because we like drama uh, and twists but, well before you uh let me just say let me just say i just think we've gotten so used to like I think people didn't even realize any of this shit was even possible. And I, you have to think about yeah. this. Like, a lot of people watch Scandal. A lot. And when they hear about conspiracies and when they hear about stealing elections and the word rigged and like this and this and this, it gets into their mind. So then when it's brought up in a public way about what's going on in the real life, they don't say, no way. They say, well, you know, it can happen. She rigged it. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think people thought this was possible. Interesting. And maybe I'm really talking about everyone in America like they're a lot dumber than they really are, but I definitely think popularization of like Washington uh, backstabbing and SP like kind of kind of like Washington bullshit popularization of that had something to do with everyone buying into fake news and like no, everything like that. No, I think like that's that. true. I mean, people like people like a good story. Yeah. Also, and like they, I think that Trump like went out and told a good story. Yep. He was like people are evil and they're trying to get into our country and like he like was spinning a tale he's really i like to refer to him as the showrunner of the united states absolutely Mm. he's He's a tear i hate his show yeah i hate hate it i fucking hate it i hope it lasts less than one season yeah Um, me too i hope it gets canceled (laughs) well as far as like the rig as far as like the conspiracy stuff goes i don't necessarily think it's like you like the locus, the origin is these shows. I think it's just like Glenn Beck gave rise to like Alex Jones gave, and and then Trump is in June of last year starts calling the election rigged. Like that's the path for me. But like maybe, I mean, maybe you're right. But like if if that's true, then Shonda's to blame. All it's I'm all not saying fault. she's to blame. All I'm saying is it became fun. This kind of thing became fun, and yes. then it became real, and the we dra- were all really surprised. The drama is fun. Yeah. Right. Or even, like, the the incompetency on Veep is fun. It's mm-hmm, funny. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, it's, like, actually But now real. it's like, oh, we really do have an incompetent totally. administration. The point is... Oh, my God. Oh, my God, I hear something. Where are you hearing it? That's so crazy. I'm hearing it kind of, like... Under all of the chicken nuggets. It, wait, it's in Matt's mouth. Is it coming from the chicken nuggets in your No, it's body? in Matt's mouth. 
oh my god he can't speak he can't even make a sound oh my god, oh my god. from your body or? just open your mouth a tiny bit just okay. to like he's pointing in his mouth right now he looks really okay. panicked okay here we go just be one brave. two three <gasps> <gasps> <laughs> oh he shut his mouth so hard so <gasps> wow Matt, podcasts okay really are okay. a visual medium. I had to, I had to get the grew out. <laughs> you had to get the grew. There was out. a lot of grew in my mouth. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Um, there's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly. Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Hey, everybody. During the break, let's quickly talk about a couple things that are important to most people I know. Comfort and style. Crocs classic clogs and sandals have both covered. And when we're talking about style, we mean personal style. There's just so many colors and so many gibbets charms. You can dress up your Crocs to match your mood and to match your personality and to fit the occasion. I mean, ultimately, you can stand out from the crowd in a way that only you can because it's your personal style. And now let's talk about comfort. You know, it doesn't get better than the Crocs clogs and sandals when it comes to being comfortable. Style and comfort are usually a trade-off, but here they're a package deal. It's like you have cushions on your feet. Soft, stylish, personalized, colorful cushions. So why wait? Head over to Crocs.com today and experience the comfort and style of Crocs classic clogs and sandals for yourself. Your feet will thank you. Hey, Las Culturistas listeners, we're here to tell you that there's no reason to panic the next time you're searching for the perfect gift. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift mode on Etsy takes the stress out of gifting so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. It's easy. Just tap or click gift mode on your Etsy app or Etsy.com, then answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like. And gift mode instantly gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. There's a lot of pressure around gifting. I usually have a hard time thinking of gift ideas for the birthdays of loved ones in my life. And sometimes I do get super stressed trying to find that perfect thing. Me too. But now with gift mode on Etsy, I can search hundreds of gifting personas and find so many incredible items. And I actually just found a custom chalk bag for the adventurer in my life who's into rock climbing. Not me. Now it's simple to find gifts made by independent sellers for all the people in your life. So... Whether you need a housewarming gift for the new homeowner in your life or a birthday present for the pickleballer in your life, Gift Mode has you covered. I'm not the pickleballer. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get... Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. And what more could you ask for? Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Titanic is NYC's funniest night out. Plus, it's the winner of multiple awards, including the Las Culturistas Kimberly Akimbo Award for Best Indoor Live Performance. Titanic is a parody musical that answers the question of what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night aboard the Titanic. 
My life was improved by seeing Titanic, so much so that I reached out to my best friend, Bowen Yang, to improve his life. And Bowen, did it succeed? It succeeded so much that I went four more times. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit this season. Plus, if you get tickets six weeks in advance, you get 30% off. And that's on Titanic math, girlfriend. But seriously, who can wait that long? Go see it tomorrow. What are you waiting for? Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Yeah, so anyway. But yeah, I love Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> <laughs> Have you watched Grey's Anatomy yet? I've watched a lot of episodes of Grey's Anatomy. like But disjointed, right? But, I, but disjointedly. I've never liked that. You should watch them. the first two seasons. And then just stop. Just stop. Just stop. stop. Uh, I think I've seen it. I've probably seen most of the first two seasons. Um, listen, are you going to watch Still Star-Crossed? Probably. Probably. Are you guys going to watch it? One of my friends is on it. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. Ebony. 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 Uh, yeah, Ebony I'm just Noelle. down for, en- I'm she down plays, for any of it. She uh, plays one of the cousins. That's amazing. Apparently, she has like a pretty large, good part. I read oh. in a review that she was one of the standout roles. Ooh. That's the dream. Yeah. I mean, yeah, literally, that's the dream. To get a good role on a Shonda Rhimes-produced show that, that's about it, yeah. something cool. Yeah. That's my dream, I think, is like, I want to be on a Shonda Rhimes, like, drama, but uh-huh. I want to play the, like, kooky tech person. You want to nice. be like Quinn. Yes. Like what Quinn started out as being. Well, I feel like Abby kind of started out as, like, the one who, they both did, where they were like, we're a little sarcastic, and then they both <laughs> became, like, drama. Yeah. <laughs> I liked Abby on the show a lot, Darby Stanchfield. I like her, too. That's a great name. I think she's really good. I can't be- Did you know that Melly on that show was only supposed to be like the first couple episodes? Like the first lady was not really? going to be a thing. And then she just kept kind of like killing it in the back. Wait, and they, how are they going to do her- that? They were going to like get rid of her character? No, she was just going to be, the first lady was just not going to be a oh, thing. Oh, not like, like, okay. It was like, it was going to be but like. how though? Because Olivia's. Yeah, Olivia's she wasn't going to be like loyal well, to Olivia? It, it just, I, it just wasn't supposed to be as big of a thing as it is. And it certainly wasn't sp- going to turn into what it is now, which is she's the president of the United States. Yeah. Um, I think she's great. She's I so good. Her. Yeah, she she really sinks her teeth into it and like gives you soap. What's that actress's name? Bellamy Young. Bellamy, Bellamy Young. What a, Young. That's a great fucking name. She gives you soap realness. Mm-hmm. And also, I've, I've I found out she comes from the stage. She was she <gasps> oh, was in a stage. She, she comes from the New York stage. They don't honey. come mm-hmm. from the stage that often. No. Yeah. She she jumped right off the New York stage. She was in a show called The Life in the '90s, which was about hooking in Times Square. Oh, you in know. In the old days. That's crazy because my I, where I come from is hooking in Times Square. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rachel is pre Giuliani fish. Yeah. Rachel is classically a hoe. <laughs> Category is I pre Giuliani eleganza. <laughs> pre the Lion King on Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> Her windows aren't broken. No, no, I no. Won. She's giving you spectaculars. This past year, I was uh, crowned in a pretty major national contest, um, Midtown's Most Wretched Whore. Rachel's claim to fame is um, <laughs> in, the, in, her, in the amazing pageant of Mid, uh, Midtown's Most Wretched Whore. Now, mm-hmm. Rachel, what is your... <laughs> What does your coronation entail? What are your sort of services that you're providing for the community? Uh, well, I walk around Midtown. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's pretty much it. I like walk around. You buy some. You buy some iPads. I buy iPads at at those like electronic stores. Yep. I go to Prada Manger. Mm-hmm. Um, shake hands. I shake hands. You trip on. I trip on the steps of TKTS. <laughs> <laughs> Sit I, on the steps. Um, 
Have I told you about the day that I barfed in two Pret-a-Mangers? Oh, no. And I want to hear about this now. Oh, my God. It was wild. When was this? It was this year. What? Or it was la- It was 2016. It was it was after the low the Why did you barf? Because you ate something? It was after were... the election, though. Um, oh. But still, still the low point of 2016 <laughs> yeah. for you. Um, I was sick, oh. and I, but I was like, I have to get better fast. So I went, and I never do this. I went to the doctor and was like, I'm sick. I never do that because I'm a woman, and only men do that. Only men go to the doctor to be like, interesting, I'm sick. interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna say that right here. Only okay. men go to doctors. Rule number. That's crazy. I feel like that's the opposite. <laughs> Rule number fifteen. Only, only men, men go, go to, to the doctors, doctors, but I don't agree with that. I think I think that only men go to doctors with like a cold. Interesting. <laughs> More straight men I know are like, no, nah, I'm not going to the doctor. I'm going to tough it out. Oh my god, David always goes to the doctor. When well, he that's David. Women well, he be like, gets, he also gets sinus infections. So you know, that's a, he that's still gets like. sinus infections as bad as he always did. He still. Oh, David's a little. I love him. He's a little boy. Okay, so you're... Okay, so wait. I went to the doctor and I never do this. And I was like, I'm sick and I have to get better. And because I was like, we're, I was like working on Monday and I was like, I have to be better for this job or whatever. And I got like a Z-pack mm-hmm. and it turns out I'm... They said it's not an allergy, but that I had a quote adverse effect. Oh, no. And so what happened was I took oh, my shit. Z-pack and then I... Which is an antibiotic. And then... I had this important meeting. Oh. Like it was literally like I was meeting with an agent, with an agency. Wow. And I almost, I I got up to Midtown and then I was like suddenly felt the most sick I've ever felt in my life and was like, I sat down on a bench in Midtown and I called my mom and I was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how I'm going to get home. Like I felt literally like I couldn't get myself to my apartment. Oh my God. But I went into this meeting and I fucking like didn't speak like stood as still as possible. Oh wait, I forgot about the first part of manger. So, so, so on my way into this meeting, barf. I stop at a part of manger oh and I go into the bathroom and I barf oh <laughs> my God. horribly. And then I go to this meeting and I sit as still as possible mm-hmm. and I don't talk and I just get, I just like nod and I say yes. And I look all around the room and I make sure I know where all the trash cans are for yes. when I barf. And then they show me out of their like fancy office. And then I'm like, could you show me where the bathroom is? And they're like, it's right down the hall. I'm like, great. Thanks for reading. And then I go to the bathroom and it wasn't barf. You pooped. <laughs> it oh was God, like, you this? pooped to it God. Was, I pooped to God. I destroyed the bathroom. Oh my God. Like, I think they probably knocked it down. Like they did your apartment in Stytown. And then, right. But then it turned out that that building was a Pret-a-Manger. Well, okay. <laughs> so then after my horrible liquid shit. Oh, oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go I take the elevator down like 110 floors or whatever yeah, and then yeah. I got out floors. and I walk out I'm like I guess I'm feeling a little bit better and I walk out of the building and then immediately start to feel sick again is and the I, air no I have no idea but I look and what is right next to their building but a different Pret-a-Manger of course and so I run into that Pret-a-Manger and I throw up again <gasps> thank god not all of them have bathrooms thank god these both had one honestly if this one hadn't had a bathroom I still would have barfed in it Love it. Is it that you can't take a Z pack? I I I can't ever. Well, I'm allergic to it. I guess oh, you've shit. learned this now. <laughs> this is okay. And and I was talking to a coworker about this who was telling me how she 
And this is tragic. She threw up in her lift because, not because she was drunk, but because she got food poisoning. <gasps> and it just, she did not see it coming. It just happened. And I feel so bad. And she had to pay the cleaning and fee. And she had to pay so much. $150. I threw up in a cab horrible, once. Horrible, horrible, horrible. It, I've never thrown up. But here, here's the thing, guys. <laughs> These stories about either shitting your pants, shitting in public, throwing up <laughs> in public, like these are these... These reveal who you are. It's like Michelle yes. Obama says the presidency reveals who you are. Sh- pant shitting and vomiting stories in public reveal who you are and you're most, you're most vulnerable. It's so true. I'm not true. kidding. I've, I sharted today. I'm not kidding. Where? Today? I'm not kidding. We have to take a break. You working on Forever Tuctress, hey? <laughs> that literally, that was as incoherent you think, as the cake s- farts woman. That was like, <laughs> let us see how we do it. <laughs> All right, let's get this done. done. Um, you working at Reductress? I'm doing at editing. I edit articles. I write articles. She's an editrix. You perform, I'm, bitch. I perform articles. Uh, yeah, that's why I work. Um, how you liking? How you liking? I love Reductress. Okay, here's the thing. And this they is, provide a good service. Mm-hmm. They provide a beautiful service to women across the globe. This is this is the antithesis. I feel like mouth time is sometimes um, like antithetical to what we do at Lost Cultures Lost Cultures because they write <laughs> they, they write it it's great and then like people come on with character bits and it's fantastic we just fucking run our mouths here with no structure yes. don't shit talk us somehow, <laughs> somehow I like what we do fucking better somehow it works um, fuck them okay they can write down all the shit that they want I'm gonna run my goddamn mouth and do just as well Rachel would you rather I mean there's there's places not about would you rather there's room for spontaneity <laughs> of course in mouth time no. You would no. <laughs> yes, there is room for spontaneity. The yes. thing about, the thing about women is they, they write they, they think too much. Okay. They write shit down, they think too much. That there's, oh my god. I'm a man or some the way I do it, I sit down, I just start talking. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. I just start talking. I, mean, I feel come. sick people to myself watching you do this throw out my The people come. Ew, ew. The people come. Um, tell us. Hot producer Joe loves it. I'm disgusted. Tell us, okay, so Rachel plays, Rachel voices Dakota. Yes. Um, Mouth Time is the Redactors podcast official sponsor. Yes. Um, and so tell us, tell us a little bit about Dakota. <laughs> where does, she, where would she shart? Where would she throw up in New York? Uh, okay. Well. Dakota lives in Times Square. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she lives in Times Square. There are certain things about... The, so, so yeah, Mouth Time is like half scripted and mm. I'm the third host to mm-hmm. have come on, to have like come into this world. It was Anna Dresden and Nicole Silverberg who started it, who are brilliant. And then yeah. they're fine. And then Anna went off to write for Saturday Night Live uh-huh. and then I came in... Um, to co-host with Nicole. To co-host with Nicole. And... Uh, and then Nicole left to write for a TV show, and then Bowen came in and co-hosted for a bit. For one, but then I was like, you know what? This is—it's a women. It was fun. It's, it's a, for women. No, it's for women. No, I mean, well, in a way, I was like, I'm not gonna take this spot over like one of the millions of other like great, great, great like comedy women out there. So then now you there guys are have millions ca- of so us. There are millions. Um, no, you were so great, but yeah, it is funny how like it definitely. I it's it's parodying the like cosmopolitan yes podcast but then there are people in your reviews who mm-hmm. just don't get that it's a yeah. parody we we have a lot of it's so weird because like on the show i do a character that like talks like this yeah and yeah. she's like it's actually gotten a little better over over time but like in the beginning she had like a lot of vocal fry yeah, i was yeah, like yeah. very like welcome to the uh-huh. and like 
people left us so many iTunes reviews when I started that was like, that were like, I can't, the vocal fry, I wanted to kill myself. Okay. And they didn't get that it was satire. And I was also like, you hate listening to women. That's what it is. I was going to say that that is the root of all of this. That's the kernel. Also, our like, our ads are being run, or like the ads for our podcast were being run during like a podcast that was like a most perfect murder like something that just like yeah, it yeah. was not there was no crossover between the fan bases and right. they were so frustrated was this was this um now you guys are under feral but mm-hmm. then before you guys were with another network yes was this but this was this was this was, this was with feral though we've feral? been with feral okay. pretty much since i started in yeah. that and i mean they're amazing it was just like and we changed our like advertisements a little bit to be yeah. to make it more clear that it was a joke. Right. But yeah, people don't like listening to women. <sighs> We've made it a thing though now. Right. Okay. We did um we did a really really fun episode when we were in LA that we did live with Paul F. Tompkins. The Paul. And who was so amazing, and I keep calling him, I keep <laughs> accidentally calling him Paul Thomas Anderson, <laughs> <laughs> who I love. Um, but we like made a point. We like took a break and we like talked to the audience and we were like. Uh-huh. We're like, you guys should definitely, like, don't forget, rate and subscribe, and don't forget to talk about how much you love our podcast, how much you love our voices, and how good our voices are, and how good we sound, and how uh-huh. nice this is to listen to. And we, like, suddenly got a slew of reviews that were like, I love Mouth Time, especially their voices. <laughs> <laughs> they did that for us at Culture Resources, too. We just asked them to write reviews, and they were like, I'm writing a review because they told me to. <laughs> LOL. Yeah. Fans are so fun. But, yeah, po- the... The Mouth Time podcast is really fun. It's like half scripted. Right. It's half scripted. Yeah. I'm sorry. But I feel like that's a, that's a little bit of a challenge Wait, for me. Wait, when you say like it's changed, does that mean you've laid off the voice? Uh, I've laid off the voice a little bit to uh-huh. make it like a little bit more palatable. And also like hmm. I think it's like funnier. I think it's funnier if the vocal fry is like at specific yes. moments. Yes. Okay, sure. But that's so, I mean, As like a punctuation. I get that. And like you're doing that like because it's like. It, it does make it more palatable, but yeah, I mean that God, that's so shitty that people are just like these women sound stupid. Yeah, they're like these baby women because like Nicole and I both do voices that are kind of like oh, right. like we're like dumb idiots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the the premise of the whole show is that we're like dumb idiots. Dumb idiots, one hundred percent. But I love being a dumb idiot, I so like I would never pull back on that. The funnest, the funnest, the yeah. absolute funnest. Being a dumb idiot is the funnest. And our brand is, of course. Smart. Genius. Genius culture. Genius culture. Culturistas. Um, culturista. Culture yeah. roast. Sometimes I'm intimidated by your culturista knowledge. knowledge. Right. See, but then you have to know, like, uh, there's some things that I have literally no barometer for. Like, for example, with the, I just started watching The Bachelorette today. Never mm-hmm. seen an episode. I haven't seen it either. But I'm pretty gagged for it. And I'm a little... I'm a little bit like, like I came, like Henry came home today and I was watching it and he's like, are you watching this? And I'm like, yeah. And can I tell you something? I'm getting Ain't my right. life. I'm yeah, actually so getting my life in a real way. It's, I did. Th- I watched the first episode of this season mm-hmm. of The Bachelorette and it was the first episode I've ever watched. And I was yeah. like, oh, I get it. It's I entertaining. Watched, I watched it with Anna Dresden and when the dog came out, <gasps> we both yes, cheered. Copper. We both cheered for so long that it was like, it became uncomfortable. It's the cutest fucking dog. It's so cute. Copper. And I didn't know. It was like we we both kind of had this moment of like, if we knew there were dogs on this show, we would have started watching it years ago. <laughs> um, the dog has a cast. The dog has a cast. I hope it, the dog's had the cast for a while. 
to me, it's like you have to explain why the dog has the Maybe cast the dog because got they've a never tattoo? said anything. Like when she revealed to the one guy that she was bringing the dog on the date. He was like, why does it have a cast? And she goes, we'll get to that later. Let's get on the plane. I was like, no, I have this question too. What happened to the dog? But she said it like a segue. Like, I guess there's maybe more to tell about that when we get on the yeah, plane. Yeah, like, we'll get into that later. And I was like, no. And then you get on the plane and she doesn't say a word She's about why the dog is injured. She's her dog. I just like really wanted to know. Like, what's wrong with the dog? The dog looks like it has carpal tunnel. <laughs> Dog. Her dog is her Canine assistant carpal tunnel. and got carpal tunnel from yeah. like emails. <laughs> her dog Wait, has been do you guys a lot of watch reality TV though? Because I don't watch any. No. RuPaul's Drag Race. Oh, you, yeah. Drag how can you say no? Well, besides Drag Race and like the Bachelorette is like this. The number one show that we watch is a reality television is show. So yes, we watch okay, reality. Yes. We we, don't, we definitely don't count it as one because we count it as something else. I think. But I wouldn't say yeah. watch reality TV because even me like venturing into the Bachelorette territory now is very new for me. It's been a long time coming. I yeah. think you watch reality TV and you need to and admit you it to yourself. I fucking love it. Okay. I think there's and also you something... you love it and you're obsessed with it. RuPaul, okay. also Junk. Drag Race feels... <laughs> Garbage. Vonk. Okay. Drag Race feels to be like... I. The only reality show I've ever gotten into was yes. Dance Moms uh-huh. and a show Tanked, which we can talk about later. But the thing about Dance Moms is that everyone has a skill. Like right. it was fun to watch. Cause all, even though it was about the moms, all the kids had these, they were so talented and they it's, all had a skill. And yeah. I feel like drag race is the same thing. We're like watching a show where everyone is really talented at something is different than watching a show where like everyone's put into a house and like, yes, they and, like, live. drama happens because yeah. someone else tells them that there's drama happening. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like everyone on drag race is so talented in their own right. And like, right. they're all, I don't know. Competition shows like that are, I like different. competition shows. Having watched unreal. Oh my God. I do watch the kind of, You've seen Unreal. The first season. Yeah, the first season. So you, yeah, 100%. So like having watched that though and then watching this drama just like unfold, it does change it for me because it's like, you know what happened is they got these people so fucking drunk. Yes. And like, cause you can look in their eyes and also they're always sweating Mm -hmm. so much. Yes, they're shiny. Something I've noticed a lot is like, they don't even try to blot these people. Like they're just sweating, sweating, sweating because they truly have to catch them saying things in the moment because- that's something about The Bachelor, which I will say is different, is like they really are like shooting that on the spot, like as it's happened. Like you can tell there's like six cameras at a time, like all trying to get different shots or whatever. It's really like they're trying to create authentic drama mm-hmm. based on manipulation at all times. So they're not really concerned about how people look on camera because oh. they look drunk yes. and they look bad. Yeah. A lot of them look like. A lot in the confessionals, they'll be half a fucking sleep. Their eyelids are like halfway down. Like yeah. this guy Lee, who we're finding out is like a racist tweeter. Oh yeah, he's the country always star. the country singer. Yeah, Ugh. the guy who came out and was singing country. He always looks so tanked on the show, and I'm like, you're trying to get this person to embarrass himself. Yeah. Ugh. But it sucks. TV is so crazy. It's crazy. I mean, the thing is, though, like you have to admit, like we love RuPaul's Drag Race. I mean, even RuPaul admits he's he, he's on record as saying we produced the fuck out of that show. Oh yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, the best. Re- so the best reality show is Tanked. Tanked. What, what is, is this it about? Okay, Tanked is on. Oh god, is it about scuba divers? If is only. it about people who clean, clean fish tanks? Okay, it about people is, who wear tank tops. It's about tank tops. It's. I want to say it's on Animal Planet. <laughs> But maybe Discovery Channel. It's like on a network that it shouldn't be on. But it's about these luxury fish tank designers. Oh, my God. I, was, I was almost there. Las Vegas. Okay, I'm on board. And they are like 
according to the show, they're like the guys that when like the magic castle in LA is like, we want a fish tank and we want like Harry Houdini upside down, like submerged in our, in this fish tank. And like, we want you to design it. Like these are the guys that do it. And they're really talented and the fish tanks are really amazing, but it's the best show because the drama is so contrived and so stupid. Uh And it's, the drama is always like, (laughs) it's always like, "Mm." I don't know how we're going to get this fish tank through this door. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. I would watch that. Yeah, it's so good. And in the moment, that shit is tense. Yes, you're like, how are they going to get it through you the don't door? Know. You're like, it's a fucking like 40 foot glass. fish tank. Yeah. It's made of glass. It has a fucking shark in it. Like, <sighs> how are they going to get it? I love when people take shit seriously that no one else does. Yes. Like, to me, that's so funny. <laughs> and that's what this is. That they could sit down and, like, in a circle, like, <laughs> and it's, like, a reunion special, and they really come for each other based on, like, fish tank design. Yeah. That, to me, is the funniest thing I've ever heard in my They're life. They're like, this is what the client wants, but if we put this much water in it, <sighs> the whole thing's gonna blow. Can and I it's so dramatic. Is Little Chocolatiers literally about little people who are chocolatiers? I have never heard I've of this never show, heard of this. but I what is fucking this? hope so. Is that what it is? Because I think that's what it is. Okay. And that is so specific. Little chocolate. Have <laughs> you guys heard of this show, this movie, Tiptoes? No. no. Okay, wow. Okay, you've heard of hot this. Producer Joe okay, hot producer Joe. Okay, hot producer Joe has heard of it. <laughs> Don't call him hot. You're married. He has You're right. a girlfriend. What are you doing? You're so, I'm you so embarrassed. You're a fucking monster. <laughs> I'm so embarrassed. If I was a gay man, I could objectify Anyone. Anyone. <laughs> That's absolutely right. We've earned That's it. We've earned it. We've earned it. And this is Pride Month. And don't make a fucking joke. How dare you're you? Right. No, you're right. As a straight woman, I need to just shut the fuck up. You do. You do. Um, okay, so Thank tiptoes. God someone said it. Someone said Pride it. Pride Month is the month that women have to shut Pride up. Pride Month. I have straight to hold women, my tongue on women. Facebook all the time. Honestly. Okay. Don't. Sometimes I do in a comment on people's Facebook status is like, have you considered just shutting Not talking up? Like that. Yeah. <laughs> just shutting the fuck up. It's an, that's an option. <laughs> um, okay. We, I don't want to dwell on this cause it's boring, but, um, Beth Newell, one of the founders, editor of Reductress today was like, there was this movie in 2003 that never got released because it was so insane. And it's where Gary, it's Matthew McConaughey and Gary Oldman plays a little person. <laughs> Gary and Oldman? Yes. Yes. <laughs> and we watched this trailer from 2003 that never got released. And it is the fucking craziest thing I've ever seen. It's like a guess who's coming to dinner, except the whole premise is that Matthew McConaughey is dating Kate Beckinsale. And she doesn't know that his brother is a little person. Oh my and God. when she meets him, it's like, why didn't you tell me? <laughs> and then, and then it's like this crazy movie, I guess where like, it's like meet, it's like meet the parents, except they're little all little person. people. And so it's like, can you believe it? And like the mom, Matthew McConaughey's mom, like in the trailer sees, uh, Matthew McConaughey's dad for the first time. who's a little person. And like her, her face falls like, <laughs> Like he's Hitler. Oh, and then, it's at, the, and then at the end, the song that bananas. plays is "Why Can't I Breathe Whenever I Think About You." Why can't I sleep whenever I talk about you? Two thousand three. We said, "Why can't I sleep whenever I talk about you?" Maybe I feel I like maybe those are the lyrics. Why can't I speak? I literally I said you? the same thing as you, so it goes to show that either of she's course. she's not pronouncing it correctly. 
or we're right. Or we're right. It's one of those two. Sure. Liz Fair. I'm going to go ahead and Because it's Pride Month. Because it's Pride Month and we can't be wrong. We can't be wrong. And Liz Fair is not an ally. Nope. <laughs> Guys, okay, we said we we may have we've said some general shit about allyship. Guys, allyship is whatever you want it to be, baby. That's oh what God, I. God, I'm so sick. <laughs> All I know is that I'm not a fucking ally. I'm not a fucking ally, but I am an ally to Midtown's most wretched whore, yes! Rachel Linitsky. <laughs> yes. When will Linitsky. we see the birth of Midtown the musical? Because you keep <sighs> fucking talking about it. And now I'm well, just like we're, shit or get off the pot. The three of us, we're, we're supposed to all write this together. I know. The we? thing, we need to get in a room and write Midtown the Musical. I bet we could write it in 20 minutes. <gasps> we need to oh. rent one of those rooms. No, no, what, no, no, what no, is no, that? no. What is those rooms? Champ. A retreat? A re- no, one of those. Oh, a breather? A breather. <laughs> a breather. <laughs> we need to get a breather. We need to get a breather. And, and we need to write Midtown the Musical. No. I thought about getting a breather for myself the other day and then I was like, oh, I'm literally poor they're so expensive they're too so they're expensive. like 40 dollars for real though we, we had this moment yesterday in rehearsal matt um david was talking about seeing j-lo in vegas and so then i was just like wait a minute can we oh, write a yeah. show where Paparulet like has a vegas residency and like something That's goes wrong funny. like maybe we're maybe we're doing a vegas show and like there's like a fucking heist going on or something it should be that know. like celine dion stole all our costumes <laughs> and it should be called glitter glitter Yay. Money. Gay, naked money. When will naked Paparulet money. Re, re, retweet? Re, re, when will we retweet? <laughs> when will we reband and do something? I don't, we'll, know. We don't know. Everyone's busy, Soon, aren't they? We're also they? busy. Everyone in Paparulet is famous now. That's true. That's that's so. <laughs> we all are so famous. Rachel is a CBS queen. queen. I'm the queen of CBS. I am the queen of um, iTunes. Yeah, high maintenance. Hi, oh, high. Are maintenance? you allowed to talk about it? I'm, I'm allowed to talk about it. I'm not allowed to talk about what <laughs> the script. The script. Honest. Oh my god, this is something I think I think I can talk about. For the high maintenance auditions, both times I went in for different things. Like the guy was written as someone else, and I went in like the first time I went in, I was like, "Is this is Mark the guy?" And they were like, "We can't tell you." And I was like, "Like, but very clearly, he's like selling this person weed." Anyway, so it's very. I mean, they they keep things very close to the vest at HBO. Wow. Um. So at I'm, CBS, they um, they tell you everything. They were like, and they say, share this with your friends. Like Christine Baranski's cries say, at the election. Yeah, <laughs> that was a reshoot. That was a reshoot after the election. Can you believe? Oh, because you shot that like around November or October, right? The good fight. The good fight was. I was in the during pilot. the election. I was in the pilot of the good fight, and they had started shooting right. They had started yes, shooting before you're me. Right. They had been shooting for like a week or two, and then. They took a month to shoot the pilot. Wow. And I worked on it for five days and I wrapped on November 8th. Like it was so crazy. It was like fucking Christine Bransky walking around wearing an I voted sticker. Like everyone was so excited. The mood was like Hillary Clinton's going to be president. And like we're making a TV show about like powerful women and like about a character that literally has a Hillary Clinton picture yeah. like a framed photo of Hillary Clinton on her desk and then the election happened and I never was back on that set but I imagine it was crazy and then I saw interviews with the Kings who write the show and they like rewrote the show wow. going forward to like make it mo- tailored more towards like that. The, a new world and then the episode was called inauguration which it wasn't originally oh and then they like had that scene with her crying at the, the first or like scene, right? yeah. she says something like well She's she's like shit. Well, yeah, shit. Yeah, it's real. It's a great scene. Um, I mean, I, I, but yeah, like I think you were even telling me like, uh, that like 
people on like like the crew like crew crew like crew people were leaving because they were like go vote like everyone was yeah just, like, they started late that day so everyone could go vote i'm sure every like production and business did that because you have to legally let your people to vote but it was so i think i honestly think everyone on that set was like we're making a show that like is about a hillary clinton like type and like hillary clinton's gonna be president it's gonna be such a big deal but then i think the show kind of became even more important because That's it was right. like but even like Alicia Flor, like like Juliana Margulies' character was based on Hillary. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Just... So crazy. What's up, Matt? Oh. What? If I could go back, I just, I wouldn't have voted for Harambe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wouldn't have voted for Harambe because I realize now that he couldn't have won. <laughs> You know what Rachel what Rachel Maddow said on election night when the when when the numbers were when the numbers were coming in, that's when it hit me. Mm-hmm. If you vote for someone you know cannot be president, then you don't care who is president, especially if you vote in Harambe. Harambe. <gasps> Magic Kingdom. I didn't never realized that their whole section is called the Port of Harambe in, in the Africa <gasps> section. Wait, c- quickly go through. Okay. You just came back. Yes, guys. Quick update. I can't believe we haven't talked about Disney or Universal from. Because we're all such Disney Universal queens, <laughs> we are, and I hope. Just to give go. a quick review of Pandora. Okay, so Pandora itself is beautiful. The end. The, the it's a feat of engineering the way that they build the floating islands. It's gorgeous mm-hmm. as Ugh. just a piece, but you can tell that the river ride, the river journey, was only made because they were like, "Well, shit, if we're gonna justify this whole Avatar themed land." We need a second ride, and mm-hmm. it needs to like carry some spillover from people from Flight of Passage, and have to be good for kids, and have to be good for kids. That's so disappointing. So it's just a river ride. Yeah. It's, just like a, it's like a it's like a lazy river ride with like all these glow in the dark plants. Blah 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 blah. Visual effects are good. They're fine. They're not. You're like, saying it's not as good as Pirates. It's like Pirates. Like visually, visually, no, visually, it's beautiful, but it's like a sl- it's like a boring Pirates basically, and then and there's no like there's it's just more once, boring than Pirates. More boring because I love I love pirates. pirates, and there's no like there's no like drops like that there are in Pirates and in, in Pirates, but then the la- like the big lead the build up of this river journey is this, I will say a gorgeous animatronic of some blue fucking Navi Navi the most the most advanced they've ever had I heard yes like the lip movements sync up and it's just like the eyes blink so it looks very real Um, but then Flight of Passage is great I will say maybe it's because I was wearing glasses below my 3D glasses Mm -hmm. it was not as immersive as like is it could have been and I don't normally experience that with a lot of 3D rides but it's a giant fucking screen basically the way that they have it set up is you're mounting this you know sent uh, a banshee and it's breathing under you it's like it's like you're on this like um you know plasticky like foamy thing that's like like a bike like a bike like a breathing a living breathing bike bike. and it's just like you're flying through through uh, Pandora but um like the rooms are set up where it's like the Simpsons ride where it's like you're or not the Simpsons ride, but it's kind of like this where you're stacked on top of you. So like like people, the Simpsons ride, oh yes. So people above us, it was just like a wall of fucking people, like 150 people facing this one giant convex screen and us being like flown through. And it was amazing. I mean, there were some amazing parts. It's great. I just will never be fully gagged at a at a ride that's just a screen. That's why the Forbidden Journey to me is the best ride because it like seamlessly takes you between like practical sets and screens. Interesting. It's amazing. And then you get like uh, the spiders. like Yes. The Dementors. The Dementors. Oh, I gag for the Dementors. Every time. Star Wars Land, I'm hearing T that their their big ride for that is going to be this Millennium Falcon journey. And it's just going to be screens. Uh, 
I, I, I get what you're I saying. I don't like it. It gets dated so fast also. Like the stuff on the video on the screens after like a year, two years mm-hmm. looks already dated. Whereas Pirates is from the 70s and it still looks fucking cool. Okay. And I will say this. I hadn't been to Animal Kingdom since like 99. So mm, I year. was fucking gagged <laughs> for Everest. Everest. Best yes. coaster in all of Disney. Amazing. Amazing coaster. Oh my God. I got my fucking life. So we went on it three times. It was amazing. Were, the Yeti, were there lines? There were lines, but it was a little bit rainy. The, the, uh, the lines were all concentrated at Pandora. Everything else was like great. And we fast passed it brilliantly. Thank you, Michael Hartney. Hugh orchestrated all this. Um, Bowen got to experience Felicia Rashad doing the pre-show at Dinosaur. Dinosaur, And she kills it. (laughs) Oh, my God. Even if she is a Bill Cosby apologist. Okay. And then somebody said, was it you that said, oh, no. Oh, no. It was Lou Gonzalez posted. He's like, I got my life hearing Felicia Rashad say the word dinosaur. (laughs) (laughs) She's beautiful. Beautiful. Gorgeous, gorgeous creature of the stage and screen. Wait. Oh, my God. I hear something. Oh my god! Oh my god! Where's that coming from? I think it's coming. It's oh. coming from this packet of barbecue sauce that's unopened. Oh my god! Should I open it? Uh, I think um, you should open it. Just, Matt, I think no, Rachel. I think I. I think you should open it. I'm the guest, so you, okay. I'm gonna open it really slowly. She okay? isn't frightened to open it. I'm a woman. <laughs> Ready? Woman, don't go to the. Oh! Okay. Let's move on. Stu, I don't think so, I don't honey. think so, honey. Here we go. This is the moment for those of you who don't know. Did you come prepared with an I don't think so, honey? No. Wow. Okay, we don't have one either. So. I don't, don't speak for me. Okay, okay, okay. I do have one. So, Matt, you want to start? Yes, I'll start. Now, I don't think so, honey, is our uh, moment in the show to take one minute to rail against something in culture that is driving us fucking nuts. Christ's sake. And so um, I have one, and I don't know really where it's going to go, but I, I know that I feel it in my heart. Okay, here we go. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People at my restaurant who touch me to get <laughs> my attention. Okay, so I'm a human being. I don't work for you. You're not allowed to touch me. Mm-hmm. When I'm talking to someone else and I feel... Anything on my body, and it's especially when it's someone pulling me or touching me with your cold ass hands or your crabby fingers, I shiver in my skin. Do not touch your servers. Mm. Don't touch them. I'm serious about this. I, I don't know what it is. You, would you just touch someone on the street? Like, mm, is no. it because I'm like in a subservient position to you that you're touching me? Don't seconds. touch me. And also, it's rude. What do you think I'm going to turn around while I'm talking to someone else and then field your question? People really think that. Mm. When you go to a restaurant and you touch someone, you deserve a fate worse than death. (gasps) You deserve to chill. (laughs) That's one minute and five seconds. You deserve to chill. A fate worse than death. That was because of your pause. Wow. You know what? We don't really know what that means. But I think we do know what that means. I think you all felt it when I said Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, I'm so sorry, Matt. But you know what? Maybe some people would liken that I to just... being tickled. <gasps> and you're recently, after watching The Bachelor, you now... I used to say I thought... No, I never said I thought it was fair game for people to just tickle people. I just said, I just said that, like, if you're with somebody and you know them and you give them a little tickle... Like, they shouldn't get mad about it. Of course they should. To me, no. it's a, show, a showing of affection. But not when I tickle not Bowen, welcome. I do it because I love him. I don't yeah. like it. And I tickle Henry, and he doesn't like it at all. Okay. You got to be careful who you tickle. You got to be careful. Would you, you like tickled. to be tickled? 
I don't like to be tickled. I wouldn't be offended by it, but I'd be like, no, I would be offended. I'd be like, don't tickle me. Violating my physical space. No, get your hand away. (laughs) Stop it. Stop. No, stop. This fucking sucks. (laughs) Okay. A tickleroo. That's me. I'm a tickle you. I don't like that the family is fighting. I will tickle everyone. No, the family. Yes, I will. This is a family. I'll come over to you and I'll get you with my fingers. A family that does not tickle together stays. Together. Here we go. Start me up. Bowen Yang, I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Facebook stories? No one fucking uses you. Why are you at the very top of my screen every time I open the app, honey? No one's using it. And you know what's even worse is that you're faintly suggesting the possibility that my friends are using it in those grayed out circles. Like as if like Matt or Rachel or pop producer Joe will have a story waiting for me when they don't. It's just a placeholder, honey. And placeholders do not belong in the actual executed app they belong in a <laughs> staging they belong in a staging cell for the developers to test they do not they, 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 here, here's here, here's what placeholders are for <laughs> designer comps designer prototypes in envision perhaps oh, not on the final product honey 15. do you have product designers facebook i don't think so honey i don't think so honey i don't think your your product designers know what know what they're doing yeah sure you maybe pulled some people from the instagram office but they do not know how to do facebook Five. well so facebook app i don't fucking think so honey you you suck why are you 200 megabytes goodbye <laughs> that was one minute <laughs> wow but when Yang's, i don't think so honey i can't believe facebook costs 200 megabytes isn't that insane my that that's 20 photos too much 20 photos of my pets. I don't have that many bites. No, me neither. I, mean, I think I, that Facebook is going to be huge. I <laughs> think it's going to take off in the next like two to four years. Yeah, I think it's going to be absolutely I think we're going to see people like talking about Facebook, going on Facebook. What about MySpace? Now, this is Rachel's. I don't think so, Okay, honey. I didn't prepare. I don't okay. think that's going to continue to be successful on MySpace. Okay, that's fair. All right, Harambe. Okay, so Rachel... <laughs> Sometimes you bring that up. No sometimes literally that. inspiration hits you when I hit start. On I the know. Timer. I'm nervous. Do you, okay. Do, do you want I think, to? Okay, no. Just, don't I'm just going to talk. We don't have time because Joe, who is who I respect as a gentleman. Hot and a hot producer. I'm not going to say that, okay. but he uh, has to leave. So why don't you want to say it? What's weird about it? Well, I'm a married woman. That Why are you making it weird? This is making it weird. I'm a, I'm a married woman. I have a husband that I love very much. And only game. And gay? I'm, a stri- I'm straight. And only cis gay men are allowed <laughs> to joke. objectify. Okay, okay. I, I'm gonna just go for something that is real, that is genuinely like I don't think so, honey. This week, and it will grow. Okay. It'll grow. I, I think. I don't know. See we'll see. Where, this is the beauty of I don't think so, honey. See where it takes you. Yeah. you know, you've done it before. I'll Rachel, follow the journey. Rachel Slade at our live show. Okay, this is Rachel <laughs> Winitsky's I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. Okay, I don't think so, honey. Rachel Maddow being sick for a fucking week and a half. Thank you. I really rely on Rachel like every single morning. The first thing I do is I put on her the podcast version of her show. And that is how I welcome myself into the day. It's how I slowly integrate myself into my morning. I go on the F train, which is right now the worst of the trains. (laughs) People got stuck on the F train for an hour the other night without AC, without lights. They were freaking out. I couldn't get home because of it. I missed an exercise class that I signed <gasps> up for. All I want is to sit on the F train every morning and listen to Rachel Maddow and have her talk about the Russian collusion and really like make me feel at peace. I want her to soothe my soul. And she has been sick for a week and a half. She just came back this morning. Seconds. But I don't want to listen to Joy Reid. I don't want to listen to that guy. Ari. Ari. His voice is so intense. So I like boring. Rachel because she tells it to me like it is. And she's my best friend. And she lays it <laughs> Five seconds. down. When she was absent, 
I stopped listening to her show. And that's one minute. <laughs> Honestly, 100% same. And Joy, I stopped. People love Joy Reid and like she's I like great. Joy. She's good and she she's good. I like she's her better not, than Ari, but I she's like not Rachel. Ari, but she's not excellent like Rachel. And even like Steve Kornacki used to fill in for Rachel every mm. now and then. And he's like the most boring of white men. Yes. Well, I know Joe, who I respect as a as a co-human, has to leave. But uh, the thing about Rachel Maddow is that she tells the news to you like she is your friend who is as pissed and as yes, confused incensed. and incensed as you are. And it's so fun to listen to her because she's like, isn't this crazy? Whereas those those two are, they're very talented, but they're so wooden. practiced. They're so wooden. Yeah. And, it's, and they're, they're, they're just reading off the prompter. Rachel, yeah. I can't tell if she's reading off the prompter. I know. Or if she's just talking off the cup and telling and weaving this beautiful tale. I think she's weaving a beautiful tale partially because on this morning that uh, yeah, from I last listened, night I listened last when night. she's like do we do we have this here do we have this and then she's like oh it's on my prompter it's not in my notes right so that made me think that like not she's not always looking at the prompter I do love the performative little highlight that she does when she yeah. takes her highlighter and underlines and something like, in the paper yeah it's like mm. I love I just love her so love her much. to death guys I'm still <laughs> Rachel Winitsky and I are, are on the Matto train I know Matt 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 can listen to it if he wants to we're going to encourage Matt. You got to get down. You got to get into that. I think I have to get into it because I, I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I guess it just, it overwhelms me. The news is really big right now. But, but I, it just, it just over, overwhelms me. And I, to be honest with you, sometimes. But Rachel makes it work. Rachel connects, she does. It, connects it to sometimes something. Sometimes I don't fully understand everything that's going on. Well, then listen I'll to just, Rachel. I'll just bravely say that. She's really good, though, because her A block, she'll take it all the way back, honey. Yeah. She tells you what you need to know. She's going to get you over that learning curve. Honey, yeah. It just sometimes I, I feel like I'll feel very on top of things because I'll be listening every single day. And then I'll step away for a little while just for my own sanity and then I'll come back and I'll be like wait what happened that's kind of the thing that's happening I think happening now with the news she's breaking news though you know she really is she's breaking news and you can watch her and not know what's going on because she is only dealing with like bombshell stuff reports bombshell reports bombshell reports my drag name Rachel's drag name every day I go into reductress and I sit at my desk and I turn (laughs) to the room and I say I'm just waiting for bombshell reports (laughs) because that's all I do Gorgeous. Uh, quick announcement. My my drag name I have re- now realized after seeing um, Wonder Woman is Annapurna, Annapurna Pictures. Um, <laughs> Annapurna Pictures. Okay. Um, guys, this has been a great episode of Las Culturistas. We have our family member, Rachel Winitsky, here with Great movie, by the way, Wonder Woman. Yeah, Good great. movie. Good movie. We'll um, do that in part two of my episode. Thank God. I'm yeah. so excited I'm doing two episodes of Las Culturistas. We're so excited you're doing the two-parter. She'll be back in 2021. Yep. There we go. <laughs> Accurate. It's crazy that I'll be president by now. She'll then. be back in four years. <laughs> she's she's our four more years. Mm, four more years. She's our That's what the girl the girl who um ran for president of my high school. Oh. Her her slogan. Her slogan was four more years. Doesn't make sense. <laughs> it doesn't okay. make any sense at all. Uh, I've been Bowen Yang. Four more years. God bless her. I've been Bowen Yang, and I've been gorgeous. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh my god, I'm Matt Rogers. But wait, I have to tell you, I'm hearing something. Yeah, wait, this is and crazy. I have to point it out because I feel like if I don't point it out, I will feel angry. I'll feel yeah, you know, like I didn't do my job today. Okay, where is it coming from? I think it's coming from from Joe. I think it's coming from <laughs> Joe's ass. <laughs> Sorry, from Joe's Straight ass. from his hole. No, Joe, don't do this. <laughs> Joe, open up your ass. Open up there your ass. There it goes. Ready? One, <laughs> two, three. <gasps> Bye. Forever. Oh.
This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new bubbly burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanique, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this kooky, crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, We've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.